Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Time for this. Farming with Mairead Lavery on Moncrief. Mairead, 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 have we, have we finally got you? <laughs> yeah, I'm out making hay, Tom. I'm out making hay while the sun shines. I was telling people, this is, uh, right now at this moment, this is a good time to make hay, isn't it? Oh, it's fantastic. And it's not damp hay, gone to seed hay, moldy hay that would do as much damage to your chest as the coronavirus. But I'm talking about crisp, aromatic, scented, golden hay that would do the heart good. And, you know, chancing to hold back 10 acres as a hay meadow is like playing poker with a loaded deck. No matter how good the forecast, the Irish weather can sit up and buy you, bite you just as victory is in sight. Now, this week, we've had almost a full week of dry weather, and it's even turned really warm for a few days. And that combined with the maximum daylight hours is absolutely perfect weather for saving hay. And we mean saving hay. Because basically, except for the occasion in summer, it's our risky business trying to do it. And sometimes, you know, you can get the great weather in May and the fields aren't ready. And then you can get the weather in August and the crop has been cut for, for to make silage. So, you know, the thing is, will we get enough? Will we get enough to, to cut it, to, to put, put it out all over the field? Um, and then to be able to rank it and save it before the weather breaks. And uh, it's, uh, it's always, it needs at least five days. Um, you have to turn it at least two or three times, just like turning sausages in the pan in the morning so that they get an even browning. Um, and, you know, you, you need a couple of days as well, if you can at all, to um, give it a chance to dry out fully before you put it into the shed. Because you can actually, with hay, snatch the feed from the jaws of victory. There you have it in the bales, especially the small bales. Everything is done right. You bring it into the shed. It's not fully cooked. And the next thing, it starts to overheat and get all warm and musty. And you can't use it. So there's a lot of work that goes into taking down a hay meadow and saving it. And it's really well put. it, I don't know if you've ever, Tom, have you ever been in a hay meadow in the, in the summertime? I, I probably won't surprise you when I say no, um, okay. I haven't, I'm afraid. Right. But I have to say well, you're painting a beautiful picture. Yeah, but, but a hay meadow on high ground in the high summer is a gorgeous place to be. You can actually hear the grass crisp up. I mean, you can hear it crisping. And the scent is absolutely lovely. And your job, you know, the human's job, apart from the tractor work, is to shake out the big clumps so the grass can dry faster, collect the stray forkfuls from the headlands. Um, and, you know, then the job of standing up all those small bales and the amount of handling that you have to do on them. And, you know, there's a kind of a whole mythology around having tea in the meadow. So I don't know who, anyone who's trying to do that anymore. But if you had the time, there is no place better to indulge in a pot of fresh tea and a perfect coat, plate of scones than at a hay meadow. It's absolutely divine. Um, you know, give me any of your high-ranking afternoon teas that cost 30 and 40 euro a head. Some scones, fresh tea in a, in a hay meadow absolutely beats them all. I'm telling you, uh, right. So I wish all the farmers who are engaged in this endeavour over the next few days 
as they're watching the sky and watching the weather, will they save it? Will they get it done? Be very aware that Metairn has said that rainfall for next week is expected to be 80 to 175% of normal. Now, that's an awful lot of rain. So good luck with the hay. Get it saved and get it into the shed before the rain starts to come next week. God, I tell you, Mairead, I don't know if I'll sleep over the weekend now with the the tense picture you've painted there of, of that. Um, tense, beautiful picture, though. Um, tell me, people are spending, we're talking about moving, hopefully, uh, towards post kind of COVID world and, and the property boom uh, that's going on at the moment around that. Is there a bit of a boom on, on spending on farming as well? Yeah, there is a bit of a boom. Um, farmers are, are, I mean, they'll spend every penny they make on their farm or uh, and in their, end up in their local community. And um, they buy land, they improve the land, they build infrastructure such as sheds and roadways and yards, they expand their herds, they improve the quality of their herds. Uh, so every penny, when there's pen- pennies to be made or money to be made at all in farming, goes back into the business. And... The CSO is confirming that. It's saying that um, the new figures for the first quarter of 2021 show that there was 332 farm building planning approvals. And that's a lot because they're not just putting up, you know, small little sheds. These are generally, you know, pretty big operations where people are maybe moving over from having tillage or livestock and going into dairying and putting in the appropriate farm building for it. So, you know, even though last year was a tough enough year on a lot of scenes, um, uh, you know, there's, there's movement certainly in agriculture. And of those um, uh, 333 planning improvements, 286 of them were for new builds. Very good. Brand new, out, you know, sheds and everything that goes with it. So that's a lot of money going into um, local, the local economy. You know, the digger drivers, the people with selling the pipes, the people selling the galvanise, yeah. the, the roofs, the cement, all of that. So um, a lot of money being spent and going into the local economy. As very well. good. You're, you're very positive today, um, which is great. Mairead, you, you're making hay with the sunshine, <laughs> spending money. Well, and yeah, it's not, it's not too bad. It's when the sun shines, you can get so much done. Yeah. I'm out now and I'm whitewashing um, poles going up our lane and... Uh, you know, it's it's lovely. It's an it's Great. a nice, quite calm job to be done on a on a sunny day, and you're getting the sun, and you're improving the places you're at it. And on top of that, there's a few people you want to say congratulations to, aren't there? Yes, there are. I wanted to say um, Thomas Duffy. He just finished up as president of the Young Farmers Association here in this country, and mocking the firm. A lot of people will be members or know about it. So he's gone one further now, and he's been elected as one of the four vice presidents of the umbrella group of two million young farmers right across Europe. So that's a fair jump up and we wish him luck for the next two years in that position and hopefully he'll go even further and go for president of the European Young Farmers Association eventually. Very good. So it's um, it's good news for the country to have somebody in that kind of a position. Well done. And also well done to the transition students in Barsacane Community College. Uh, four young lads, Ross Austin, Adrian Dockery, Alistair Grant and James Kelly have come up with a really good idea when it comes to farm safety. Now, they, they came upon the idea when James's uncle, he was involved in a farm accident with a stock bowl and he was walking alone on his farm at the time. And as a result of that and thinking about it, for their transition year project, they developed a device 
that can be attached near the collar of overalls. So up near the collar. And this will allow for easy access in challenging situations. And it's a, it's a pull cord that activates uh, an SMS system message which alerts the mobile phones um, of those connected to the device. So it's a bit like, you know, for the older people, the panic button. Yeah. Um, you know, they can press it and it immediately goes to the phones of three or four people or five people who are designated to, you know, to, to, to answer to that person. So this way, you know, if the person is walking alone on the farm, they can, they can alert by pulling the pull cord. They can alert the phones of the people who are linked into the app. And what's more, the app will give them the GPS of where the person is. So, I mean, if you face into a 100-acre farm, where has the accident been? You've got a message. The farmer can't talk. But what they can do is this message by pulling the cord, they alert the people, and then they alert them exactly to the location. So like that is a really good job and um, well done to their, their teacher, Jacqueline Hayes, and to the Certified Irish Angus Schools Competition for their support. And if the lads get enough interest in it, they hope to have the device for sale by May 2022. So, you know, give the That's young people brilliant. a chance. Um, give them a chance. It sounds like a really good idea that's accessible and, and would help an awful lot of people who are caught in farmyard ac- in farm God. accidents out the fields when they're walking alone. What a great idea, and you have to say, bright future ahead for those lads. Transition to your students um, yeah, at uh, Boris Kane Community College. Well, for, for, fair play to them. Um, we're almost out of time, but you were saying there's a, there's a new report on the mansheds, uh, the work of the mansheds, and really yeah, well, well, it's look a strong at the new impact. Report, the bottom line of the new report on the, on the work of the mansheds is that the mansheds are really powerful when it comes to the health of farmers, or not the, not the health of the people, members, not necessarily of farmers. And, you know, their members range from, like, 18 and 19 right up to their 90s. So um, the, the awareness the men sheds has created um, has really promoted positive well-being. And this was research carried out by Ashton McGrath from the Waterford Institute of Technology. And... It was conducted with 421 men in 22 sheds across four or five counties. And really, the whole health promotion end of men's sheds um, mean that their willingness to seek help has got a reach of 73%. 73 So instead of kind of suffering silently at home and moaning, they're prepared to go and get help for for a perceived illness. they, they, they are better able to rate what their health is like. Yeah. They have increased their levels of activity significantly from 31% to over 51%. Um, their, their ability, their um, feelings of life satisfaction has also increased substantially. So, you know, it's, it's positive. The men who are involved in the sheds and who took part in this survey are definitely showing that they're more engaged with their health and their well-being and more inclined to do something about it if they think there's something wrong. Very good. Another very good news story, I have to say. The men sheds do such absolutely wonderful work. Mairead, as always, thank you very much for joining us. That was Mairead Lavery with, with The Farming. I'm convinced she's been taking a secret uh, prose writing course over uh, the lockdown because these descriptions of the hay farms are getting just more beautiful and life on the farm getting more beautiful all the time. Um, 53106 for your texts and after the break, how should we approach adult guardianship? Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? 
think again.